morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Sister Gadgets calling in once again to talk to you about another maker kind of event here in the Kansas City area. I've been involved with Make KC, which is a group here in Kansas City. And in fact, I am driving home from the second day of uh, something called Parkfield Days, which is one of the little city festivals that we have here in the U.S. And uh, is Parkville is a small town kind of upriver slightly from Kansas City. So it's still in the Kansas City area, but is its own individual municipality here. And the Make KC group, in fact, were the first people to do a mini maker fair at Parkville Days about four years ago. This was before the big maker fairs ever started up so in California and New York and various other places. So they were kind of the precursors to the Kansas City Maker Fair, which I've called in about before. And uh, this is my third year to be up at Parkville Days when they do kind of a maker event at Parkville Days. They had a big tent that had lots of people showing off various things that they had made, of course, various kind of electronic kinds of things to discuss, uh, 3D printers and uh, a guy from Oracle that works here out of the Kansas City office that had a system set up for kids to be able to uh, play around and learn some programming and things like that. Uh, rockets, uh, we're not talking little model rockets, we're talking big, you know, rockets uh, and all those kinds of things. And one of the most fun things that we did was we did have Rob Bishop from the Raspberry Pi Foundation came in, the first uh, employee of the Raspberry Pi Foundation and the engineer and evangelist is what his job title is. And he gave us a talk on Raspberry Pi, where they're at with the foundation and the kinds of things they're looking at, you know, coming out in the future and all that type of thing. Would have loved to have snagged him for a hacker public radio kind of uh, you know, interview, but he was beginning to actually lose his voice. He'd been in the Midwest of the United States here for quite a while and, in fact, was on his way home to uh, the UK again uh, the following day, and so I didn't feel like it was very fair to ask him to kind of repeat the whole thing again uh, of the talk that he had just given. But uh, one of the really fun things we did, and I admonished you last time when we talked about the Maker Fair in Kansas City about finding something like a Maker Fair or some other kind of Comic-Con or <coughs> excuse me, other events, and uh, going and getting involved with that and then, you know, calling in or recording a Hacker Public Radio episode and telling us about it. Well, now I've got an idea for you about what you might want to do to get involved in something like that. We actually had power tool drag racing that we had set up at this uh, event. Now, it was an outdoor event in a park right next to the Missouri River, so we had lots of room to do this, but right next to the tent, we then had a 80-foot track made out of wood. It was about uh, a foot wide and had two-by-fours uh, along the sides to kind of keep the racers in. Uh, guys bought at garage sales and other places, you know, where they could get them cheap. Uh, we had lots of things that were based on belt sanders. We also had a couple of guys that had circular saws that they were racing. And one guy had actually a dual motor, a dual set of grinders, right, that he didn't have a regular grinding disc on it. He had brushes so that it could get traction with the wooden track. 
it was actually pretty sophisticated. It wasn't just the wood track. We had an Arduino that was actually controlling everything. There were switches for each of the cars, and we would use you know, long extension cords to power the cars or power the racers down the track. So you'd need, you know, 100-foot, you know, uh, extension cords to do this. And there's power in the park that's available for us to do this with the electricity that's available. But uh, it, was, it became very important tying the knot to tie the, the cord from the power tool to the extension cord because some situations we found that people were just, their, cord, their cords would come unplugged two-thirds of the way down, and, of course, then they would stop and lose the race. Uh, we, <laughs> we had a lot of fun doing this. The Arduino not only controlled uh, the end points of this, but for my European friends, drag racing is kind of an American thing in motorsports of going straight down the road, not no curves here, right? Going straight down the track. And who can do it fastest? It's a muscle car thing from the 40s, 50s, and 60s and on into the 70s. Uh, and it's about the skill of negotiating left turns, right? It's about going straight. I guess you could say that we still have a certain amount of limitations compared to European motorsport because the most popular form of motorsport in the United States only involves turning left, right, with stock car racing. Anyway, we... Uh, we had a setup where we had a tree. There's people used to call it a light tree at the end of the track that would sequence through lights. And when it got down to the bottom, from the red to the yellow to the green light, that's when you're supposed to step on the gas and then drag race. Well, that's when they were supposed to press the button for their individual cars. We had a sensor up towards the beginning of the track that would indicate when they faulted, which is they pressed the button too soon. They pressed before they were supposed to start the race. Of course, that and prevents you from having a qualification for that race. And we had sensors at the end to actually determine who was the winner. It would flash the lights on the lane that won. So it was pretty sophisticated tech that we had running it. It was very similar to the actual things that you would see at a real drag racing strip. Uh, and we had a lot of fun with it. Literally, the circular saws, as you might imagine, were, were cutting holes and tearing up the track. Uh, we got some interest in people coming out. We had some bleachers there set up, and we had a small crowd to watch us do our power tool racing. So if you want to get some interest from people about some things you can do in playing around with being a maker and playing around with tech, I'd suggest that you go out and look up some power tool racing. I'll send in some uh, show notes here with some links about power tool racing, but if you Google it, you're going to see a lot of it. We think we're probably the first group that's done this in the Midwest. There's some people on the coast, maybe, who have done power tool racing. But we think we're pretty much the people who are bringing this to the Midwest. And it was a really fun weekend. It was very warm and humid here in Kansas City, as it is wont to be at the end of the summer. But it was a fun time going out. I was the announcer for the races and usually would uh, run the actual control setup. The Arduino has some uh, software in it that would allow us to reset the race and, of course, as I say, to detect the faults and declare who's the winner. There was actually a fail-safe switch that I would hold down that would power both lanes. And if anything actually happened that I felt like we needed to set the power, I could let go of that switch and the power to both lanes would instantly go off. We never really had anything that was any danger to anybody who was sitting because they were well back. But we did actually have... Uh, the, the circular saws, you could see parts of the wood of the track 
being thrown up behind them as it was literally cutting the track. And we did have one racer that was based on a vacuum cleaner motor that literally would shake itself apart, and there were two different times that that uh, system actually lost its drive wheel and it came flying off and flew off, luckily enough, in the same direction that the entire contraption was running down the line. As you'll see if you look at those links I'll send about power tool racing, it involves some wood that is the 12 inches to fit inside the track, lots of inline skate wheels to actually facilitate, you know, and getting rid of the friction of the thing moving down the track. In fact, one of the guys with his circular saw, if, when he showed the bottom of it when he was uh, adjusting things on it, you can see that he had actually used the bottom of an inline skate that used to belong to his daughter when she was a child. It had all these four little pink wheels in a row. And it was a lot of fun. I think the crowd really enjoyed it, and it's a way to uh, have some fun with your maker skills and get people interested in just playing around with technology if you have something like this that you could do a setup of similar type. So I'll send in not only the links to that, but also the makekc.org site as part of the show notes for the show, as well as a link to Parkfield Days, not that you're really interested in that unless you live in or near the Kansas City area. But that was how I spent my weekend, so you should record a show or call in a show like I'm doing here and explain to everybody how you're spending your time on the weekend and having fun with tech because we need some shows, all right? So with that, this is Mr. Gadget signing off and telling you once again, you should go out there and do something to make something do something. We'll talk to you next time. Bye now. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.